Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So dreary, oh. My goodness. Nonetheless, we're here. The Lake Show begins. News Talk 830-WCCO. Henry Lake with you for the next hour. We have Wolves preseason basketball tonight so we're looking forward to that i hope that everybody out there is uh having an awesome start to their weekend and i can't wait to get to my weekend when we wrap this bad boy up here in the next well, 53 minutes or so carrie Clatch, she is with me tonight hanging out no christopher tubbs tonight carrie this is the first time that we've worked together on the lake show now we once work together and it was like super quick it was a quick wrap-up for like final pitch yeah i think so. some yeah something or like what? back in the spring right yes, it was I like so. super quick yeah. or, or maybe i could be lying I, yeah something <laughs> i remember though you were here I, re- I was here you were here i remember that uh and yeah. it was a weekend yeah so i think yes yeah, you came chad I, I remember chad called in i feel chad remember, called in yeah. yeah what was that See, now, now I'm going to be upset because I can't remember what the heck was, was going on. it was the Wolves. They were doing well, right, at the end of last oh, season. Oh, you know what it was? It was, was? I, exactly. You just, you just got it right playoff there. Game. It was a playoff game. We did a special yeah. edition of Timberwolves tonight, and that's what it was. It was fun. It was yeah, fun. and it was me and Hartman talking for maybe we, we hung out for like an hour or yeah. a little bit less than an hour. But I'm happy to be here with you again I'm tonight. I'm happy to be here with you. You made it in on a Friday night. Like, I, you must have been really, really bored on this Friday night to be able to come in here and hang out with me for an hour. I was so happy. And this watch is the such wolves. a change. This is a huge. <laughs> I stay home with a kid all week. I was so happy to come in on a Friday night. I said to my husband, I get something to do on a Friday night. <laughs> something to do. Yeah. So, no, thank you for having me. Thank well, you. Well, I appreciate you being yeah. here. Um, I, I got to admit to all of you out there listening that I was emotional today. Okay, super emotional, and I was super emotional, and I might not be the only one. You guys might have been emotional too, and what I'm talking about is getting up out of that sleep slumber and looking out the window and seeing the snow, okay? So I see the snow, and I'm like, what? What are we doing here? I know that I live in Minnesota, and I should expect this, but I'm not ready today for snow. Right. So that was my knee jerk reaction. And we all know that as Minnesotan, snow can come at any point in time throughout the year. It can come at any point. Are we ever truly ready for it? I feel like no, but we just know it's a way of life. Well, that knee jerk reaction is something that occurred with me this morning, but I think it also occurred last night 
with Minnesota Wild fans. Minnesota Wild fans, fresh off of the loss last night to the New York Rangers, who, by the way, the Rangers are going to be pretty good this year. Okay, They're already 2-0. The beatdown that took place at XL Energy Center created that knee-jerk reaction. The fact that the Wild lost to the Rangers 7-3 were trailing after one period 3-0. You know what I saw on the timeline last night when I'm looking on Twitter and and social media? Because I didn't see the game, okay? After I left the the benefit and the charity that I was at and I'm in the car and I'm driving and I'm listening, I'm like, oh, 4-1? We're trailing 4-1? Really? What's going on here? The, the knee-jerk reaction that I heard was that Mark andre Fleury was done. He's done. Because if he's done, then we're done. After one game. And it's, I think it's a scary thing, not because of the, the reaction, okay? Because we're all going to react. Like, if the Vikings had got crushed by the Packers in week one, we would have been down in the dumps and like, what the hell's going on here? But on the flip side, what do we do? We said we're ready for the Super Bowl because we crushed the Packers in week one. Okay, I think that we're still riding high because the team is playing good and the record's 4-1. and one. But at the end of the day, we anticipate reactions, good and bad, based off of our sports experience and what we're watching with our favorite teams. We get that. We get that. But this is the thing that I look at and I think about based off of the reaction from last night. And this is what makes me wonder. Is that when you see an athlete that everybody has looked at and has acknowledged their greatness in their career, when they get off to a rough start, you know what happens, right? You know what happens? They're washed. They're done. It's over. One of the things that I saw on Twitter last night and a couple people reacting to it, because I asked the question, I was like, what the heck is happening with the Wild tonight? I'm missing out. And a couple people reacted and, and tweeted back at me, and they said that Flory is, he looks his age. He looks his age. Now, I'm not going to sit here and break down the game because I didn't watch the game. But according to when I joined Vanita early this morning and some other people that I texted and asked about the game, they said it wasn't necessarily just on the goaltender. Like, it, the goaltender's got to do better. But the defense all the way around was just rough. It was a meltdown last night for the entire team. Matt Boldy, yeah, looked awesome, looked great. But beyond that, what are we doing? So I guess the 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 thing that I would say about last night is, I hope that people are not reacting sincerely in a way that they think that the season is over or that they can make a determination on whether Flurry is going to be a total train wreck this entire season just based off of last night. Because if that is indeed the case, then Tom Brady was washed three years ago. And there's other players that have probably been deemed as washed. Like Russell Wilson, everybody's saying he's washed right now. Do I think that Russell Wilson's washed? No. Do I think that he's looking pretty rough in a Denver Broncos uniform? Absolutely. I think the Broncos got a lot of issues going on right now. 
But that would be rough to, after the first game or couple of games, for your team to look really, really bad. Because then you know what you're in for? An entire year of frustration. There's nothing worse in sports than to, in the first month of the season, know that your team is cooked. There's nothing worse. Imagine if you're a Minnesota Viking fan and the team starts 0-2 or 0-3 or whatever. Then you're down in the dumps and you're like, "This is I'm, I can't watch this. Imagine if you're an Indianapolis Colts fan. They're not going anywhere. The Houston Texans, we knew they weren't going anywhere, but they've solidified that. You're looking for silver linings. So, Wild fans, of which I'm one, don't jump off the bandwagon. And I know that the diehards aren't going to do that after one game. But um, the reactions last night were, uh, man, they were pretty intense. Pretty, pretty intense. All right, coming up next, I do want to get into uh, Major League Baseball. I know that the news broke about Carl Soraya saying that he's going to opt out um, of his contract with the Twins, which we all anticipated that. That's one thing I want to talk about. But also... Um, a legendary reliever, Bruce Sutter, died at the age of 69. And he ultimately was a game changer. When we talk about how you use relievers in Major League Baseball. We'll get to that next year on The Lake Show. It just feels right to be in downtown Minneapolis. Me and Carrie hanging out here doing The Lake Show. And we got Wolves basketball at the top of the hour. And we got Prince flowing right now. Prince loved basketball. He loved the Wolves. He loved the Lynx. I feel like I do have to get to the bottom of something with Prince. All right, because I'm sure, Carrie, you've seen pictures of him um, at Wolves games and Lynx games and all of that. And, and like, there was like a celebration he had for when the Lynx won the championship at Paisley Parker. Mm -hmm. There's one thing that I'm curious about. Okay. I have never seen a photograph of Prince rocking some Golden Gopher gear. Ooh, like, who right? was his college basketball team? Yeah. Yeah. I, I might have to put that out on Twitter. I got to put that out there so people kind of, maybe somebody in North Minneapolis knows yeah. what was the squad. I mean, was it the Golden Gophers? Was it North Carolina? Was it UCLA? Like, who was it? I don't know. Uh, I'm curious. So, <laughs> you know, things that make you, you know, I, I kind of ponder. Deep thoughts. So many Henry. things in my head. Deep exactly. Thoughts. Exactly. <laughs> What's going to be for dinner tonight, right? All right. So, Bruce Sutter, a phenomenal reliever in Major League Baseball, passed away, unfortunately, today at the age of 69. Um, he had recently been diagnosed with cancer, and he passed away in hospice care, surrounded by his family, according to the Associated Press. Uh, he died in Cartersville, Georgia. And Sutter was one of the greatest relievers of all time, a six-time All-Star. He led the National League in saves for five years. He won the 1979 Cy Young Award. Okay, He posted, listen to this, 300 saves in a 12-year career with the Chicago Cubs, the St. Louis Cardinals, and the Atlanta Braves. And he played in an era where closers routinely got more than three outs. He threw more than one inning for 188 of his saves and five times pitched more than this is unbelievable as a reliever, right? A hundred innings in a season. That's pretty spectacular, okay? 
He tossed two perfect innings. And that's just pretty darn remarkable. So what's what's crazy about this to me is that, first off, his impact on baseball is legendary because he was one of those guys that put relievers in that upper echelon in terms of, like, their impact and what they meant to the game of baseball, okay? And I know that people always view the starting pitcher as the most important arm. I We get all of that. We know what it's like to have a dominant pitcher. But when you start stacking your bullpen and talking about the strength of having great relievers, that's a game changer. Listen to what Commissioner Rob Manfred had to say with this uh, with this nugget. He said that Bruce was the first pitcher to reach the Hall of Fame without starting a game. Without starting a game. And he was one of the key figures who foreshadowed how the use of relievers would evolve. Bruce will be remembered as one of the best pitchers in the histories of two of our most historic franchises. And I think that the thing that people will always realize about Bruce Sutter is that when people think of the split-fingered fastball, they will think of him. That's how everybody, not just his greatness, but with that pitch in particular, they will always think of Bruce Sutter. This is a quote from him shortly before his Hall of Fame induction in 2006. He said, quote, I wouldn't be here without that pitch. My other stuff was a ball Double A at best, the split finger made it equal. So I wanted to mention Mr. Sutter on this day of his passing and acknowledge his greatness. And um, it's always sad to see someone pass away. And specifically at the age of 69, that's, that's, that's not old. I don't care what anybody says. When you start thinking about life expectancy and all that stuff, whatever, gone at the age of 69. Um, my condolences to uh, to his family. I did want to bring up and mention, too, in this segment, the news about Carlos Correa opting out of his, of his deal with the Minnesota Twins. And this is what should have been expected. I don't think that – I didn't think it was a foregone conclusion because when we talk about free agency, there's going to be other guys at his position and good players, Right. That will be in the mix. So what happens with the market for Correa and Tim Anderson and uh, Dansby Swanson? There's a bunch of guys in that Xander Bogarts, I think, is in the mix. There's a bunch of guys out there, Trey Turner. But this is not something that should, should have caught Twins fans off guard at all. And I don't think that any Twins fan today should wake up and be bitter at Carlos Correa because it doesn't mean that he's not coming back. It doesn't. And it doesn't mean that the chances are great that he is going to come back. But this is what it does mean. It means that you need to significantly invest and put money into that position. Whoever that person is, whether it's Correa, Bogarts, um, 
Trey Turner, whoever that person is, make that investment. Because as much as we love Royce Lewis, Royce Lewis is not going to be available to start next year. And you need to address that position. And I don't want that position to go on the cheap. I just don't. Now, I don't know if there's a way that you could run it back and get another type of deal with Correa that's similar to to the one that you set up. Because remember now, last spring when they got this deal done, it was a three-year deal with opt-outs after every single year. Okay, the player option. I wouldn't even mind if you did that again. I'm dead serious. I know some of you guys are like, why would you do that again? I wouldn't mind that. Now, he doesn't want to do that. That's the kicker to all of this. He, Carlos Correa, is banking on getting probably a six- or seven-year deal where he's going to find a home-home, where he's going to be grounded and rooted in one place to try to win championships and make big money this summer. Or this winter, rather. When it's hot stove season. Would I want to sign up for Carlos Correa for the next five, six, seven years? Yeah, I would. I think he's that good. He's a game changer. He's one of the stars of the game. What type of investment does that look like for Twins baseball? Not sure. Not sure. But I'd love to see it. But I'm probably speaking for everybody out there. Well, not everybody. Half of you. Half of you are probably like, you know what, yes, I'd love to see Carlos Correa here. I don't care how much money it, it, uh, it costs because it's not my money. I know how some of y'all talk. And then the other half are like, no, we could spend that money on a bunch of other good players. Eh, not really sure. You do get what you pay for, for the most part. For the, and and, and I, I say that and I mean that when I say, for the most part. We didn't get what we paid for with Josh Donaldson. I <laughs> care. like, mm. you're not a fan? I was not a fan of Josh Donaldson. No, no I was not. <laughs> Hey, Yankees, <laughs> yeah, Yankees, yeah. you guys are having a lot of fun with Josh Donaldson right now. Oh, he's, but he, he's, got, he's a mess, though, isn't he? he I mean, to, right? In my opinion, he's right? a mess. He's not a good teammate, no. and he's getting the Bronx cheers. Yeah, hey, have at it. Have at it. I, I love Gio. I, I, I like Gio Oshella, and I even like Gary Sanchez. So I think that we made out fine with getting rid of Josh Donaldson in that massive contract that we gave him initially. So... That's just my two cents. But Carlos Correa, we'll, we'll, it's going to play out. We'll see how this kind of shakes out. But I'm looking forward to seeing um, where he's going to land. All right, coming up next, we'll take a, a look at the local weather with meteorologist Paul Douglas. Got to talk some Minnesota Viking football in the time that I have with you. Um, they're headed to South Beach, and they have to make sure that they don't get overconfident. We'll explain next. On the- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Blake Show. I love this song. And before anybody out there tweets at me or hits us up on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. They just don't make music like this anymore. Jagged Edge is in town. Concerts tonight. It's Jagged Edge and Genuine. They're at the Orpheum. And I I am in my feelings. I know Rebecca Brunson, who's getting ready for uh, Timberwolves basketball tonight. She um she texted me because I said I was going to play this as bumper music. And Rebecca's like, Oh, snap. Okay, then. Go ahead and get in those 90s feelings. I'm in my 90s feelings. This is how it is. Jagged Edge. I'm a fan. Do you like Do you like Jagged Edge? Do yeah, you like I, the song? I remember them. Yeah. I remember, I'm i watching right now. I, I, I can see the video. Mm-hmm. I remember, videos were so good back then. Yes. This was still the age of video. Yes. Oh, just great. I, I just, oh. I love, I love Jagged Edge. Yeah. Love Jagged Edge. Genuine, I mean, Genuine's opening up and people out there, if they've heard the My Pony, yeah, that was that was his song back in the day, My Pony. That's like his most famous song. That's not his he wasn't a one hit wonder. He had other he had other songs, but that was that was the one, right? I think that was super popular for most people um in pop yeah. culture. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of your jams back in the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Genuine. Yeah. yeah, I I yeah, I guess I don't really know anything else, but I do know that. I know I do know that. Song. That was that was the song that like universally everybody loved. It didn't matter whether you liked rock, um just pop, R&B, whatever. That was like the one that everybody thinks about. But yeah, he had other tracks. So him and um uh, Jagged Edge tonight at the Orpheum while Wolves basketball is taking place at Target Center tonight. But this weekend, the Vikings are headed to South Beach uh, to face the Miami Dolphins. And I look at this game and this matchup, and it's pretty simple to me. Don't go to Miami overconfident. Don't go to Miami like you're aware that you have a 4-1 and record. Go to Miami like it's a business trip and that you're trying to seal the deal and I think things will work out just fine. Because right now the Dolphins are it's shaky for the Dolphins. The Dolphins are shaky because their quarterback situation isn't good. Everybody saw what happened with Tua, the multiple concussions that he had in the span of what four or five days. And it's still weird. It's so scary to see when his his fingers just started just I'm like, what is going on there? Right? And then Teddy Bridgewater, who we all loved, right? Teddy Bridgewater is just a – he's a Minnesota athlete, um, former Minnesota athlete that everybody's going to always love because he's just like the nicest guy in the world, right, with some bad luck physically. But he went out last week with injury, okay? And so 
now Skylar Thompson, a rookie out of K-State, is the starting quarterback for this game. And I know that many of you will be like, well, who was that? Exactly, and that's exactly how you should you should view it. Skylar Thompson, somebody that I saw some of in my time when I was in Kansas City, just because at the station that I worked at, the first few years it was a Kansas station, and then they acquired Kansas State. So I saw both programs, and when you're in that area anyway, right? It's just college sports country. It's different than here. So for people that don't really understand it, like, yeah, we love the Gophers, and I know there's a bunch of Badger fans and all this other stuff, whatever. And, and from a hockey perspective, you'll get to, you know, uh, uh, Minnesota State and all the different schools. But there with the big institutions, D1, Kansas, K-State, Missouri, I mean, you got Big 12, you got SEC, you got, and then you got in college basketball, you got all the other schools, Missouri State, uh, UMKC. I mean, just so many, Wichita State. Like, they are crazy for college athletics. So I saw a bunch of that. And quite frankly, I'm surprised he's an NFL quarterback. I, I, didn't, I don't view him like that. He's not the greatest thrower. Um, he's more of a, of a running quarterback. But what I'm trying to tell everybody is, is that when we go into this matchup, you can't be overconfident and assume that this is just sign, seal, just deliver us a W. Because it's the Minnesota Vikings. We always have issues with guys that we've never seen before or we really don't have a book on. We've lost to Cooper Rush last year from the Dallas Cowboys. And now Cooper Rush is like the talk of the NFL because he keeps winning He's DJ Khaled out here. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. That's all Cooper Rush does is win. So we don't know what Skylar Thompson is, like in terms of the masses. Like a few of us have seen him play at K-State and all of that stuff, whatever, and and have you know some, some clips and some highlights. I don't have on DVR or anything like that, like games, K-State games. I'm not a K-State fan. Yuck. But – we can't just view this as just it's a done deal. These are the type of games that have always created issues for us. By the way, let's look at the quarterbacks that we've lost to this year. Well, there's only one, Jalen Hurts, and he looked phenomenal. And right now, if the season was over today, Jalen Hurts would probably win MVP. Okay? We beat Aaron Rodgers, but we know that Aaron Rodgers, HOF Hall of Fame. Jared Goff had a pretty good day against us. Andy Dalton had a pretty good day against us. And by the way, and I know that I'm probably one of the outliers here, but a lot of people think that Justin Fields isn't going to be a good quarterback. I think that Justin Fields is going to be a good quarterback. I think he might need to leave Chicago, though. Like, that's a bad situation. Their offensive line is terrible. He doesn't have many weapons to throw to. And I'm not saying that he's, like, ready for primetime. I think he's got a lot of work. He's got to put in a lot of work. But I don't know if they're using him right. It just, that whole thing is is not good. But the overarching point that I'm trying to make is that when you look at any opponent that the Vikings face, we cannot go into a, a matchup like this just really buying into our press clippings or buying into the record. 
Because what did they say in the National Football League? They say it forever. Any given Sunday. Which should be any given Sunday, Monday, Thursday. And by the way, how bad is Thursday night football games? Oh, my gosh. I didn't see that game last night. I saw the highlights. But can we just go ahead and just take Thursday night footballs, uh, all the football games off the schedule for the rest of the year? I mean, this is bad. 12 to 7? What is that? The Washington Commanders? Now, look, they beat the Bears, and we want the Bears to lose. But I honestly, I don't want Daniel Snyder winning anything. Gosh, can't stand that guy. He needs to sell the damn team. Ownership forced him to sell it. But at the end of the day, this is one that we should not take for granted. So the last time that I checked it, maybe I'll look it up right here again just to make sure nothing has changed. I am going to, because I know that Carrie is probably all about sports wagering, and she probably wants to know what the odds are. Can I just add something about Thursday night football? For Uh someone whose husband loves football, we don't need another day of football, okay? (laughs) I don't need that. (laughs) So that's my perspective. You're not a fan. I, well, I just do you, really another. The, which, so which, so wait, does he watch all the days? Does he watch Thursday, Sunday, and Monday? He, I, th- he, I think he does. I mean, I just he stays up so late. I bet oh, he's okay. watching the football. I what, what about college? He, he, he doesn't like college football as much anymore. I think before oh, really? we had a kid, yeah, okay. he, that's okay. all he did. Yeah, yes. Because everybody says Sunday fun day. Yeah, but the diehards, it's every day. Every day. Yeah. Well, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> The Vikings are favored by three still. Okay, the the Vikings are favored by three. That um, I don't want to call this a trap game, but it feels trap game ish. It does. It has that feel to it. The Dolphins' defense is not terrible. It's actually pretty good. But you don't know if Tyreek Hill is going to play. Um, they've got their third string quarterback that's going to play. Do I think that the Vikings win this weekend? I do. Because I just think that we're a better team because of, well, we got Kirk Cousins, too. We got a good quarterback, and they don't have a good quarterback right now. So I think that's the reason why. But would I be shocked if the Vikings lost on Sunday? No, I wouldn't be shocked. Would I be disappointed? Hell, yeah. I'd be absolutely disappointed. All right, coming up next in the final segment, we talk Timberwolves basketball. Timberwolves tip off tonight. A preseason game between the Wolves and the Brooklyn Nets. And we get Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns together on the court for the first time. We get to that next year on the Lake Show. All right, final couple of minutes here. Henry Lake, Kerry Klatt. Timberwolves action coming up at the top of the hour. Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert on the court together, playing together for the first time. And this is what everybody is curious about. This is what everybody wants to see. I know that we've watched all the games, right? Watched a few nights ago when they defeated L.A. Uh, Actually, have played L.A. a couple of times, right? You you want to, in terms of seeing them play in Vegas and they play the Clippers, you want to see what it's going to look like. You want to see some chemistry developing, right? And I know that when I talked to head coach Chris Finch, uh, he he kind of you know said to me that you know the whole the chemistry thing that's a little bit overrated, right? Like we don't really view it and look at it that way, which I get. But fans are curious. I'm curious. 
I love basketball. Hands down. And you guys know that about me. I love NBA basketball. I love AU basketball. I love college basketball. The only basketball I haven't played or watched is like NBA 2K lately. Seriously. And I bought a brand new, like, I ended up going to Costco and buying a brand new, like, a PlayStation 3 or whatever or 4 or whatever it is, whatever the newest one is. Like, right when the pandemic hit. Do you think I used it that much? Well, I really haven't. I just I wanted to fall back just in case I wasn't going to be leaving the crib for, like, a year. But I love watching games. I love the matchups. And I want to see how this is going to work out. Because we know from a skill set perspective that Cat can do everything. Cat can do everything from go on the block and post up to go out on the perimeter and shoot. Even at times, depending on who's guarding him, he'll bring the ball up the court as a big guy. He's multidimensional, extremely versatile. Rudy Gobert, one of the best defenders in the sport, who's won multiple Defensive Player of the Year awards. Rim protector, a guy you can throw lobs to. He's going to score right around the basket. He's not somebody that's going to step out on the perimeter and take shots. That's not his deal. But how does the spacing work? That's a lot of length on a basketball court. And how do they match up with other, like, on the defensive end? We know what Rudy is accustomed to, but how does it look for us? Because when you have teams you're going against with threes and fours that are super athletic and attacking the basket and all stuff, like, are we going to hold it down? I think we're going to be just fine. And ultimately, I'll tell you why I really feel like my confidence in this thing working out is top tier. It's because of head coach Chris Finch. If I didn't believe in the coach, I wouldn't believe that it's going to work out to the degree that I think it it's going to. Now, I'm not going to make any predictions about the Wolves going to the Western Conference Finals or they're going to be a top three team in the West. All the, I, who Look. I would not put too much stock in people making those predictions right now when they haven't even seen these guys on the court at the same time. We've seen them on the bench at the same time, rocking the jewelry and the nice little gear that they got on. Y'all saw them the other night at uh, Crypto.com Arena, looking all swaggy. Carrie was like, oh, yeah, I see them in their drip. They got their drip. Is that what you call it? That's that's Sorry. what that's what the young kids call it. The drip. The drip. You, you never heard that before? No, I'm not. What? Co- I'm oh not cool. Gosh. The drip. I I didn't know that. Gary, even Jason DeRush has talked about drip. Really? Yes. Oh. Come on now, get with it. <laughs> I am now. Yeah. You just learned something tonight. Um, but I am curious to see how this is going to work. I think we all are, and I don't think that anybody out there. This is the one thing that I will tell you right now. Don't expect for us to feel like it's going to be figured out immediately. Like night one of the regular season, the product that you see is the product that you're going to get for the rest of the – no, it's going to take some time, I think, because everybody's going to try to be 
you know, in terms of a work in progress, in terms of figuring this whole thing out. The changeover isn't just about Rudy. It's about all the other guys, too. Forbes. Anderson. Um, I think we're going to expect a little bit more out of Torian Prince. Right? Heck, I've been excited here in the preseason with Luka Garza and the way he's been balling out. Nas Reed is in a contract year. He's looking to secure the bag, as the young kids like to say. So there's so many things that I'm going to be paying attention to tonight. I look forward to it. Um, it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. And you know what? The regular season starts next week. All right, everybody, have an awesome night. Wolves basketball coming up next. The opponent, the Brooklyn Nets. They should be good, right? KD, Kyrie, Ben Simmons. I'll talk to you guys Monday night on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t